News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. This is On the Mark. I am Mark Hespin. Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. Broadcasting live from the KHMO studios here in gorgeous, beautiful downtown Hannibal. This is episode 51 of On the Mark. And, of course, On the Mark is always brought to you by the amazing people at Cunis Country Honda Hyundai and their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty. Faith family giving back. That's Cunis Country. Join the family like I did. I've been telling you for a couple weeks now. I went and bought my new truck from Cunis Country, and I have zero regrets. I have only, what's the opposite of a regret? Uh, just a positive. I just have positives. <laughs> just just all positives. Uh, go to CunisQuincy.com. Uh, tell Jason Buxman, those great guys over there at Cunis Country, uh, that Mark sent you. They'll hook you up good. Uh, all right. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. It is a gorgeous uh, day here in the Tri-States. Hopefully it's beautiful wherever you're listening. And, uh, and and sports is full on. I mean, we are in the midst now of NBA playoffs. Think about this. We're only a couple games away at this point from being halfway through the baseball season. Uh, there are teams that by this time next week will have played uh, 30 games. Isn't that a crazy, crazy stat to think about? We are almost halfway done with baseball, uh, and there's races heating up. We'll get to that. NFL camps are underway. That's right. We have uh, footage. We have reporters uh, writing quotes. Uh, we don't get. Uh, we got hard knocks, but we don't get uh, the fans of the camps, obviously. Uh, but we will talk a little NFL stuff, not only. Uh, um, fans versus no fans, but uh, quarterback battles as well. And then uh, I got some uh, quick hitting stories to wrap up the show uh, from everything from baseball and uh, the unwritten rules uh, to what we're going to watch for this weekend uh, to where we're at in NHL, uh, Coach Ron Rivera, the draft lottery, all that fun stuff. Uh, but as always, we like to get the show here uh, started off with Hespin headline number one, the biggest headline in sports this week. Here we go. Hespin's headlines on the mark. The bubble. The NBA bubble is the great equalizer. Um, I think we all, uh, obviously, when the bubble started, none of us could really predict or understand how the players, how the game would react to the bubble. Uh, we all knew how the bubble would behave. I mean, for the most part, we, we saw all the protocols they were going to go through. We kind of knew the bubble would work for its purposes, right? And they keep nailing these tests, zero positive tests. Now there's less and less teams and less and less people in the bubble. Um, and so the bubble itself, the promises the bubble made to us, the fans, and the world of sports, the bubble's keeping its end of the bargain. It's doing a great job in both hockey and in uh, in the NBA. But here's the difference and what we didn't know about the bubble. The bubble also has an impact and it negatively impacts the higher seeds and the better teams. Now, let me explain. 
obviously over the past week we saw Orlando and Portland upset the Lakers and Milwaukee take 1-0 leads, right? And I want you to I know it's hard to imagine. We got to use our imaginations here. We're going to we're going to get some dramatic imagination going on a Saturday morning. But I want you to imagine Orlando as the 8th seed actually at that brand new Bucks Arena in Milwaukee in late June as opposed to in a bubble in a hotel soundstage basically with no fans and pumped in crowd noise in Orlando. Think about that. Think about the impact. There is a legitimate real impact that we have there. Now, obviously with these play-in games, guys kind of knew the stakes. A lot of teams we talked about were coasting through as soon as they locked some stuff up. You know, it was really important for the Phoenix Suns of the world and for the Portland Trailblazers of the world. And the fan effect, you could argue there was, you know, not nearly as effect as you have now in the playoffs. Think about that. Game one in Milwaukee. Do we really think Milwaukee loses game one in Milwaukee with the energy, the crowd, the hype, the noise? Even if Milwaukee was down 10 and a half, Giannis hits a big dunk early in the third. The place erupts. Timeout, Orlando. You don't get that. Giannis had a massive slam in that game midway through the third quarter. He flexed. No timeout. Orlando got the ball up and actually beat him back on defense. Giannis was late. It's the same thing for Portland in L.A. A.D. has a big dunk to cut the lead to five late in the fourth. You don't think that matters being at the Staples Center? Jack Nicholson front row. Rob Lowe. Courtside. Rihanna's there. Drake. Place of rups. Timeout, Portland. With five minutes to go, the Lakers cut the lead to five. You don't think that matters? You don't think that really, really matters? You don't think it matters that then, by game three, even if they are tied 1-1, they're getting on the plane, they're traveling, going back to Portland. It really does. This, this bubble is really affecting the home court advantage, and it is an equalizer. Because let's be honest here. Let's be really honest about the NBA. There are the four or five guys in the NBA that are superstars that change the league. That if you have them on your team, you are guaranteed playoffs. You are guaranteed, for the most part, a deep playoff run and possibly a championship. LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis, Steph, KD. And I would argue you could maybe throw in James Harden. Those are the guys that you can guarantee you're going to be in the playoffs. No matter what roster you have around you, no matter what injuries throughout the season, you're going to make the playoffs. And and if you're in with those guys, you got a chance. You got a legitimate chance. But everyone else in the NBA, the gap between everyone else is not that big. And honestly, the gap between Damian Lillard and James Harden, it's not that big. The gap between C.J. McCollum and James Harden, it's not as big as you think. Now, I would argue the gap between like LeBron and Kawhi and everyone else and, 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 and uh, Giannis and everyone else, that's a pretty big gap. 
But when you don't have the home court advantage, when you are these higher seeds and you don't have the energy of the crowd, you can just rely on, hey, guys, it's all right if we come out a little sluggish or that we came out a little sluggish at halftime. Let's hit a big dunk, hit a big three. Crowd's going to get us back in and we're going to get fired up and we're going to get back in their heads. And know that the momentum's shifting. The crowd's coming. It matters. It really matters. Now, I'm not saying there should be an asterisk. I'm not, because I still think the better teams are going to win. I still think you're going to see Milwaukee pull it out. Still think you're going to see the Lakers pull it out. But it's real. It's a real effect. It's a real, real effect This uh, the bubble is having on the games as opposed to the, the fact that we knew the effect the bubble would have on actually let us have games. The bubble is an equalizer. Now, is it enough of an equalizer to cause an 8-1 upset? That it remains to be seen. We'll see. Uh, we will see. I, I, I don't like the Bucks the way they look defensively right now, and honestly, they are a bad come-from-behind team. And for the Lakers, their shooting is brutal. It is brutal. And that leads me into the the second half of the point I want to talk about here in the, with the NBA. It has been headline number one. There's an on the mark here on Newstalk 1070 KHMO brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Is what I've learned so far from the first part of the playoff series. So what have we learned? I've learned, number one, the, sh- the Lakers shooting is garbage. It's bad. And there's no young, exciting talent. Kuzma's young, and and I do like. I think Kuzma can have some real growth here. But on all these other teams who are watching him, and look at young Luca, and you got you got uh, the young Jason Tatum for Boston. You got young Pascal Siakam for Toronto coming into his own. You got young talent in other parts of the of the league that you're seeing it uh, shine. And the Lakers are nothing but old and slow and bad shooting. And it's really just LeBron and AD piecing it together. I mean, really? KCP, Deion Waiters, uh, uh, J.R. Smith, Dwight Howard? Dwight Howard was bad in that first game. I don't know why they didn't stick with JaVale McGee more if you're going to play the big lineup. I obviously love when Anthony Davis is at the five the most for the Lakers. But it's they feel old, they look old, they look slow, and their shooting looks bad. Now, the number two point I've learned so far in the bubble is the twos are struggling. The Robins, they got to play more like Robins. You know, Kristaps Porzingis, you're the Robin of Luka. You cannot, you cannot get kicked out of that game. You can't do it. Playoff P, you are disappearing again, and it's, and the, and the pressure of it, Never, I mean, it didn't matter as much when you were with Indiana and OKC because we didn't think you were real title contenders. We thought you could make noise. But you are the favorites pretty much in the West. More people pick you to win and the Clippers than any other team. And you are shrinking. It's garbage again last night. And it goes the same thing for Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton, you got to show up. You can't have two points when you're down 1-0. I get you having two points in the first game and you lose. Okay, you had a bad game, show up. But in a game where your team needs a W, needs a win, and they're paying you $35, $40 million a year to be Giannis's Robin, and you show up with two points, that's bad. That's like Giannis leaving Milwaukee bad. 
And same goes for Tobias Harris. Now, Tobias Harris is really should be the three, but you're getting paid like a two on Philly, and you know your your two in in uh, Ben Simmons ain't going to be there. You got to show up. The twos are struggling right now in the playoffs. Uh, the other thing I've learned so far in the playoffs is Boston and Toronto, they look great. They look well-tuned, oiled. Now, again, Toronto's playing no one. The, the, I mean, the, the Nets are are happy to have been there. So I take that with a great, you know, with a grain of salt. And also, Boston is is deflating a bad Philadelphia team right now, but they look good doing it. They look really good doing it. Even last night, down, come back, uh, poised, Kemba, big shot. And then finally, the Mavs are going to lose now, especially with Luka's ankle injury because he's probably had to miss time. But I'll tell you what, the Mavericks are the future of the Western Conference, and that future is closer than you think. There you go. That's has been headline number one, our update with where we are in the NBA. You're listening on the mark here on News Talk 1070, KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by the amazing people at Cunis Country. Go to CunisQuincy.com. Tell them Mark sent you. Let's dive into Hespin headline number two. Hespin's headlines on the mark. All right. NFL training camps are underway, and you know that uh, this is an NFL show first and foremost, and I cannot wait to have legitimate NFL action to talk about. We are less than 20 days away from getting NFL action. Uh, so here I want to dive into, uh, to me, what is the biggest story in the NFL right now is the fans versus no fans. The Chiefs come out and announce they have, they're hosting the first game. They're going to allow fans starting week one at a 22% capacity at Arrowhead. Now that means roughly 16,000 fans. We know the NFL has already said if fans show up, if these stadiums allow fans to be there, they've left it up to the individuals. That's a a point I could argue, but I'm not going to. That if they show up, they have to wear masks. So you're going to have about 16,000 fans in Air, at Arrowhead 19 days from now, 18 night, you know, whatever it is, just under 20 days from now, wearing masks. As the Chiefs host the Texans. Now, here's the other interesting thing to this. The Chiefs themselves have added on their whole, uh, we're not going to do the chop, not going to allow, uh, you know, uh, what's considered derogatory uh, against Native American head garbs and, and people wearing them. Um, appropriation of culture, I guess, would be the way you say it. Again, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with that move made by the Chiefs. I don't want to spend too much time arguing it. They've made the move. If you don't like it, deal with it. That they made a decision. They have every right to make that decision. They made a decision what they feel is best interest for them moving forward. I, I respect the decision they made. I have no problems with the decision they made. I'm not going to sit here and argue it. It's not worth arguing because they made a decision. If you don't like it, that's a you problem. Deal with it. Or, I don't know, stop. I guess if that's the nail in the coffin for you to stop supporting the Chiefs, good for you. Again, I'm not going to argue it because it's not worth arguing then. Anyways... Let's go back to the fans versus no fans. The same day the Chiefs announced they're going to allow fans, the Bears, the Lions, other NFL teams come out and say, we are not going to allow fans to start the season. No fans. So now, if you are a team that allows fans... It's kind of the opposite of what's going on in the bubble. The bubble, you know it's an even playing field. You know what you're going to get. By week seven... You could have still two or three teams that aren't allowing fans and the rest of the league may be allowing fans, or you could have only two or three teams allowing fans and the rest of the league not allowing fans. 
That's a huge advantage because of basically what I just talked about with the bubble. If you are a team that has fans, even at 22% capacity, 16,000, that noise, that energy, when your team is down, you know, say the Chiefs are down to the Texans in the fourth quarter and, and they get a big sack on the Sean Watson fumble, Chiefs recover. Patrick Mahomes gets the ball back with a last bit of drive. You don't think that that place is going to still feel like it's rocking compared to an empty NFL stadium? Open air, quiet, silence. Uh, It's going to be huge. It's a massive effect on these games. And I think it's going to affect the betting lines. I think it's going to affect the team's home home and away records a million percent for the teams that have fans and don't have fans. I I think it's, again, an equalizer. It's a big equalizer. And we'll see which teams uh, stick through it, which teams go for it, which teams don't go for it, uh, and how that is going to affect everything. I really, really think it's going to affect it. Now, as far as the NFL and dealing with um, COVID, I, I do want to touch on this uh, outbreaks. You know, we've seen how the MLB has handled outbreaks. So we'll talk a little bit about the Cardinals being back here later on in the show uh, and what they have to go through. I'm really not worried about the NFL at all. Let me paint a scenario for you. And this is obviously a big what if, but let me paint it for you. Say it's week five, right? Week five, of the NFL rolls around and you got four or five teams that at this point in time have had to miss, you know, missing real key players. I'm not going to name names because God forbid, but missing quarterbacks, missing middle linebackers, missing edge rushers, missing a coach. And you, and you, and you're realizing, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got, we got a quarter of the league, excuse me, quarter of the league here that now are out or struggling with COVID. The NFL has the luxury of, that the MLB doesn't have. The NFL can simply go, pause, pause, pause button. They play one game a week on Sunday. The MLB, you, you get COVID and you got to sit for two weeks or a week at, at testing to make sure it's a, it's a, not a false positive or whatever. You, you're you're going to miss three, four games in a week, especially in the shortened season where they're cramming stuff in. NFL is not doing a shortened season. NFL has 17 weeks. NFL has bye weeks. They could just take. Say they just say, all right, we're pausing and we're giving every team two weeks off. Get healthy. They have The NFL could do that. Or they could stagger it. Your team gets two weeks off here now as you're dealing with COVID. You know, and we'll make up games. The NFL, they have the Super Bowl scheduled for February 7th in Tampa. They can move it back. What's going on February 14th in Tampa? Uh, that could be the Super Bowl. What's going on February 21st in Tampa? That could be the Super Bowl. What's going on February 28th in Tampa? That could be the Super Bowl. The NFL, also unlike baseball, they can play games in January, February, March. They play games in January anyways during the playoffs. Now, it's not going to be necessarily ideally the football we want to see, fall football. But the NFL guys are prepared, and the NFL game... It can be can be played in cold weather with a small, tiny little asterisk. You can't play baseball in July. Can't race a NASCAR race in Chicago in July. So the NFL is going to be fine. I'm not worried. All these people were, oh, you're worried about the NFL. I'm not worried about the NFL at all. They're going to be positive test. Take a breath. Depending on how bad it is and the spread at certain times, pause teams. Pause the whole season. Pause a whole division. For a week or two, make it up. You can stagger by weeks. This is going to be 
an easy transition. I think the NFL is uniquely going to be equipped to handle this because they play one game a week. It's all on Sunday, and they can pause. Everyone's playing on Sunday. Every You can easily pause the season for a week or two. Hey, COVID break. We got an outbreak. Too many teams, too many players. Everyone go home, quarantine, or pause the NFL season for two weeks. Everyone get healthy. You're telling me you're not going to watch when they pick back up? Liar. I'm watching. Uh, that's going to do for Hespin headline number one and number two. We are flying through the show here on this Saturday morning. You're listening on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cutis Country. Faith family giving back when we come back. NFL training camps are underway, and there are some quarterback battles. I'm going to make some predictions. You can hold me to it. We're live and local on a Saturday. It's on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO. You've got a lot. I'm Marion Platt. Welcome to Heartbeat. Posting on social media should come with a warning. Post at your own risk. We have to be mindful of the fact that when we post something, it can't be taken back or deleted. It's just out there. Good or bad, right or wrong, you own it. Our thoughts and our opinions have the potential of being shared with countless people. I'm glad that in Christ, my faults and failures can be taken back, deleted, washed away. All of us have said or done things that we're not proud of. But God said that if we ask him, he will cast our sins as far as the east is from the west. Unlike social media, aren't you glad that with God, you can always take it back? Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. KHMO and the KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. On the Mark is brought to you by the amazing people at Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. Your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. Go visit them today. It's a gorgeous day on a Saturday to buy a car. Tell them that Mark sent you. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, across from the Village Inn, right there on 36th, just south of Maine. No, no, just north of Maine, south of Broadway. Uh, Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country, CunisQuincy.com. Tell them that Mark sent you. They're the best. I love being part of the Cunis family. Uh, I want to move on to uh, something that I think is... You know, we're, we're flooded with sports right now. We, 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 were, we were in a desert dry of sports. Now we're f- flooded by sports. I mean, we have NHL, NBA playoffs, and we are in an MLB sprint right now. Not to mention there's great NASCAR races going on as they head towards their playoffs. And the UFC is doing these fights on fight. I mean, there's so much going on. You get lost in it. Remember, NFL training camps are open right now. They're underway. These players are going through it. And you're not hearing anything about widespread uh, positive tests or anything like that. So, so far, so good right now with the NFL. But if you don't, you know, you got if you don't remember, you got to put those thinking caps back on. Go back to February, March, at the start of the coronavirus, the pandemic. Remember, there was a thing called NFL free agency. <laughs> there was uh, the NFL draft, and now we have all of this starting to bubble back up. And it's really showing. And we have some quarterback battles. So I got one, two, three, four, five quarterback battles uh, that are the ones to watch for in the NFL right now uh, and this year. And I want to make some predictions so you guys can hold me to it. I want to give you my thoughts on this. So let's start with, to me, the most interesting quarterback battle, New England. Cam Newton, 
Jared Stinham, Brian Hoyer. Now, from everything we hear from Bill Belichick, a lot of splitting time, a lot of, you know, the same old Belichick, well, you know, just going to do this and make sure the guys are doing it. You know, you're not going to get much from Bill. Um, from what the reporters who were getting from New England are saying, that Stidham has looked bad, and then he got a little bit of a back injury or something, and, and he's thrown a ton of picks. I think the pressure's getting to Stidham. I think if they if they didn't bring Cam Newton in, I bet Stidham would have had an amazing camp. I think this kid's cracking under the pressure. I, I think Cam's going to be the starter. I think Cam starts unless he's injured throughout most of the year. That's my prediction there. Uh, now, as far as how much they win, how much they lose, I, I, I don't know. I mean, New England has had more opt-outs. Had eight guys opt out. Uh, they are their roster is pretty barren right now. It is Cam, Julian Edelman, Stephon Gilmore, and that's about it. Uh, and so uh, I, I'm not going to get into that type of prediction. I'll make more NFL predictions coming up as we get closer to the start of the season. Uh, but I like Cam to win this battle. I like Cam to start the majority of the games for New England this year. That's my prediction on that. Uh, Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders, they're in a the training camp. And remember, the Raiders signed Marcus Mariota. Now, what makes this interesting, oh, well, Derek Carr, I mean, he's the guy. He's been the guy there. But Carr and Gruden's relationship is a little rocky. Carr struggled a little bit last year with Gruden, and you're already getting quotes like this from Gruden. This is I, this is literally from Gruden's mouth on Marcus Mariota at one of the practices. He fired me up. He's a dazzling playmaker. Yeah, Gruden. Gruden, I think, has got a uh, a, a little bit of a football love for uh, a guy like Marcus Mariota. I think you're going to see Marcus Mariota start some games for the the, for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I don't know, and I and I would I would say that not saying just oh because Carr gets injured. I think you're going to see Marcus Mariota start some games. How many? At what point? I don't know, but I I, I have a feeling the Raiders season is going to go south pretty quick. And I and I like the idea. I like the idea that. He can say, "Oh well, you know what? We got, we're losing. We got to try something." And really, what John Gruden's trying to do is get himself one of these quarterbacks in next year's draft. He wants to find his guy. He signed on uh, having Carr, not getting to choose Carr, and I think uh, Gruden eventually, with his ten-year contract, wants to find his guy. Uh, Miami, Tua versus Fitzpatrick. Now, basically, Miami's already said that Fitz is going to start, and I think Fitz will. I think Fitz is going to start uh, for most of the games until about the bye week. And I think the Dolphins will be out of contention by then. Three-win team, if they're lucky. Uh, and then you can work two in post-buy where they have some more winnable games. If you're Tua, this is a total win. If you're Tua, you do not want to be behind that struggling Dolphins offensive line. And uh, they had their wide receivers opt out. Two of their starting wide receivers opted out uh, due to COVID. And uh, so not a lot of weapons, uh, struggling offensive line. I think Flores is safe. I think they, they're going to be fine down there. They're building towards the future. I, I don't think this is a tank year necessarily. This is more of a, wow, we are unprepared to handle. And we got guys opting out. And, and let's try to make the most of this year as we can and not kill our young quarterback, Tua. Um, he will play, though, eventually. He will start. Uh, Chargers, Herbert versus Taylor. I think very similar, like uh, mirror situations. Terod Taylor's going to start the majority of the games early on. They're going to try to compete. As soon as they start to fall out of contention, you'll see them make the move to Herbert. They're going to give this kid as much time as they can. They're going to give him as much time to learn. Uh, and if, and as soon as they're out of competition, they'll go to Herbert. If they stay in competition, Herbert will ride the bench. 
But as soon as he, they fall out of it, uh, it ain't going to make the playoffs. And remember, that's going to be longer this year for both for both AFC and NFC because they added that extra playoff team for the, going into this year. You got that seven team only only the first seed gets that by. So the second seed is playing wild card weekend. And then finally, the one I know you all want my opinion on: Trubisky and Foles with Chicago. I said it from day one when these Bears hire uh, sign Nick Foles. I think Nick Foles is bad for the Bears. I don't think Nick Foles helps the Bears. I don't think Nick Foles is the answer for the Bears at all. I think Mitchell Trubisky starts the season, and I think unless there is an injury, uh, Mitchell Trubisky finishes the season. I, I have I have a lot of faith in Mitchell going into this year. I have a lot of confidence in Mitchell. Uh, and I think I think Mitchell's going to show up. And I honestly think the Bears not having fans there and not having fans, this is one of those guys who's going to thrive and not dealing with the fans and the pressure of that. You wait and see. I, I have a good feeling about Mitchell this year. Now, if I'm wrong, it's because Mitchell gets injured or uh, he comes out really flat and he stinks. And, yeah, they'll go to Foles quickly then. The hook on Trubisky is going to be small. But as long as the Bears win and are in contention, Trubisky will play. He will, because the organization just has too much riding on it. And they have, and they can always back up and say, listen, we're willing to pay Foles as a guy to just be here to back up and to mentor and to be a, a voice in that locker room. But but you, you're too much invested. If the Bears lose early and he can't win and he looks bad, the hook is going to be quick. But if they're winning and they're in contention, Mitch will keep playing. There you go. Those are my predictions for your quarterback battles. Mark them down. I got them saved, and we can address them uh, later on in the year. We'll see what happens. We'll see if I'm right or wrong. That's the fun thing about doing this show. You're listening on the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Country. Go to CunisQuincy.com or just stop by the dealership today, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them that Mark sent you and they'll catch a great deal on uh, all their massive new inventory. Their used inventory is fantastic. That's what I found. I shopped their used inventory. Uh, So check it on out, CunisQuincy.com. When we come back, I'm mad at baseball. What else is new? You're listening on The Mark on News Talk 1070, KHMO. Hi, I'm Megan Hoffer, and welcome to Heartbeat. When I think of my mom, the first word that comes to mind is sunshine. Not only does she bring lots of happiness to our family, wherever she goes, she chooses to spread joy, kindness, and the love of Christ with others. She does this in big ways and little ways through her words and actions. My mom inspires me to be the sunshine. In the Bible, Jesus says in John chapter 8, verse 5, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. We live in a world filled with darkness. As followers of Jesus, we are called to share his light with others. Where in your life can you choose to be the sunshine today? Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. You pledged your life to serve, to make our country stronger, safer, more free, more equal. You worked tirelessly, made sacrifices, missed first steps and birthdays, lost loved ones. At VA, we don't see the setbacks endured. We see lessons applied. 
and passion driving you upward and forward. We don't see all the masks you wear, but we hope you can set some aside. We embrace your uniqueness and won't trivialize your past, your fears, or your hardships. We can't promise to heal all wounds or wash away all trauma, but we do see hope, a path forward, a future. We see all veterans. We see you. An opportunity to help you achieve a new mission, whatever that may be. Learn how treatment works and recovery is possible. Visit maketheconnection.net. When you need them, your local volunteer fire department routinely answers the call. Whether it be a fire, traffic accident, or a cat stuck in a tree, there is always someone there for you. However, because of declines in memberships, departments are becoming understaffed and struggling. Here's how you can help your neighbors and your community. No matter what skills you may possess, you can make a difference. Your local volunteer fire department desperately needs your help. Can you direct traffic, install a smoke alarm, help at fundraisers? Your community needs you. You don't have to fight fire to be a volunteer. Will you make that difference? Will you answer the call? Brought to you by the National Volunteer Firefighter Recruitment Center, a program service of the Volunteer Firefighter Alliance. For more information on how you can help and make a difference, visit www.nvfrc.org. That's www.nvfrc.org. 76% of employees have struggled with at least one issue that affected their mental health. When you share, you're not alone. Ask about your company's emotional health benefits. Visit art.org slash sharing. Brought to you by the American Heart Association. You've got a today with a high of 88. Southerly winds around 5 miles per hour. Mainly clear skies and quiet tonight. Lows around 65. Daytime highs approaching 91. Tomorrow, a mix of clouds and sun. Mainly sunny skies and calm. Monday, with daytime highs approaching 92. 95, Tuesday, right now, 73. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app broadcasting live from the KHMO studios here in beautiful downtown Hannibal, Missouri, America's hometown. You can follow On the Mark on Facebook. Just search On the Mark KHMO on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. Uh, you know I'm about to go home and watch a full day of basketball and baseball, so I'll be tweeting out like a madman. So get involved. Tweet me your thoughts. Let's talk sports all day. Uh, and, of course, uh, I couldn't be here, and I wouldn't be doing the show if it weren't for the great people at Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. Over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from. Listen, it's simple. It, th- put yourself in my shoes three weeks ago. You're just I, – I, I want a new car. I'm, I'm sick of what I have. You'd be doing yourself such a disservice if you don't go check out Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. Just go over there, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Sit down with uh, Austin Lawrence or or Jason Buxman or Brad Bunch, any of those guys. Tell them that Mark sent you and just say, hey, let's make a deal. I want to get into a new car or, or a, a used vehicle. Uh, start shopping right now, CunisQuincy.com, CunisQuincy.com. Join the family like I did, Faith Family Giving Back. That is Cunis Country. Okay, so baseball. Uh, obviously, uh, the big story in baseball this week was with Fernando Tatis Jr. If you don't know Fernando Tatis Jr., this guy is awesome. He's my new favorite baseball player. He's a shortstop for the Padres. And the Padres, San Diego's having a really good year so far, and a lot of it has to do with him. He is leading the league in pretty much every batting, batting category. He's yanking yabos and just cranking out home runs. 
loading up on RBIs, and with him and Machado on on that side of the infield, man, and Machado's having a good year too. The the Padres are showing up. Uh, But obviously the discussion was earlier on at the beginning of the week, Tatis hit a grand slam in like the bottom of the seventh or eighth when they were already up like seven nothing, eight nothing on a three zero pitch, and he had all the managers and the old guys in baseball going, "Well, I guess the unwritten rules of baseball don't mean anything anymore. I guess you should, you know, uh, back in my day, we we would know, like, hey, tip the cap to the pitcher. Uh, I'll let you throw a strike. Yeah, that is why I hate baseball." Well, part of why, what I, you know, what it makes baseball infuriating to me. Baseball is maybe the most fun sport to watch when guys are having fun, when it's a close competitive game, when you got pitchers dueling, when you got guys cranking out home runs. Baseball is the worst thing to watch when a team is up seven nothing and you're celebrating and you watch your guy crank a grand slam and then you get a manager's immediately crying and going, oh, the unwritten rules of baseball. Yeah, I want to just punch that guy in the face. <laughs> like, what? And that's what, that's the unwritten rules of baseball. Yeah, you go fight. I mean, why? I don't get it. And maybe it's because I am a millennial and it's just a generational thing. But man, am I glad that that stuff's dying out. Let the guys have fun. Javi, Tim Anderson. Uh, Mookie Betts, uh, Bryce Harper, Tatis Jr., let these guys do their thing. Tatis Jr., crank as many grand slams as you want. Bury them. If the Rangers are going to, are going to, uh, pitching staff is going to load the bases and then pitch you 3-0 and you know you're getting a strike down the middle, take it yard every time. Every time. You know how mad I would be at Anthony Rizzo? If he was like, well, I didn't hit a home run there because, you know, the the, the unwritten rules of baseball. That would make me puke my guts out. It would make me sick to my stomach if I'm a, if I'm a fan of a, a team and I hear my guys go, well, you know, we didn't do it because the unwritten rules of baseball. No! Lay it on them! Bury them! It's ridiculous. The unwritten rules of baseball are ridiculous. Play the game. You guys, I get it. I get unwritten rules of baseball in like Little League and like high school. Where it's like, okay, why are you pimping the home run on the poor kid who's like, you know, the fifth string pitcher that they got, you know, he's he, he barely get over the plate and now your team's up 17 nothing. Like, are you really pimping that home run? Okay, good for you, kid. I, I you know, that I, I can understand that. You're wanting to teach some sportsmanship or, or at least, it's not even sportsmanship, understanding of the moment. When they're kids. But these guys are millionaires. They're the best in the world. If you know you're going to get a soft serve over the plate, take it yard every time. Every one of those homers and RBIs matters to Tatis in getting a big contract. So just do it. Uh, the other thing I want to mention in baseball, uh, obviously for the Cards getting Yachty back, that's huge. Uh, the Cardinals, I mean, the the dredge that they got to go through is brutal. We already saw it with the series versus the Cubs. Cardinals were better than the Cubs in, in most of those five games, uh, but the pitching it just wears down. You got to play so many games, and they're they're going to have to do that so much. Uh, you know, that allowed the Cubs to take three of two, uh, three out of of the five against the Cardinals. Now the Cubs are struggling a little bit right now, but that thirteen three start uh, that really has helped them out here. Is they're uh, four and six in the last ten. 
Um, but there's some great races in baseball right now. Really, really great races. Um, not only, not, a lot of it's in the AL. Uh, I mean, you look at the AL Central with Minnesota, Cleveland, and Chicago right now. All three of them separated by a game, and the White Sox are on fire, winning six in a row, eight and two in the last ten. Uh, you have the AL uh, East uh, with the New York Yankees and the and the Rays uh, coming on strong again. They're eight and two in the last ten. Uh, win percentage wise, tied with the Yankees. Uh, and you really only have uh, a couple teams that are are absolutely already out of it and garbage. And Boston's one of them. But these uh, these playoff races, again, as I said, a week from now, we're going to be almost halfway through the season for most of these teams. And they are going to heat up, and it's going to be so much fun to watch down the stretch. I cannot wait uh, for those last couple games as these teams are jockeying for position. It's going to mean so much. All right, when we come back, final break, taking the final break. Uh, and then when we come back, I want to, uh, I want to, I have a couple stories and then we'll dive into what to watch for. Uh, you're listening on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Country. Go to CunisQuincy.com. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. An uncertain time. Founder of the Kindness Revolution. It's been said that the best measurement of someone's character is how they behave when no one is watching. I think another good definition might be how we behave when our children are watching. Our character not only is defined by how we behave when our children are watching, but that just may be the definition of their future character. You see, our children are stealing more with their ears and eyes than we can imagine. They watch, they observe, they listen. How do we treat each other? How do we treat their teachers? How do we treat our friends? How do we treat their friends? See, we're the role model for our children. And we just may be their future as far as how they behave relative to our behavior. So I'd like for you to ask yourself this. How would you feel if your children grew up to be just like you? That may be the real definition of character. To learn more about the Kindness Revolution, check us out at thekindnessrevolution.net. Hey folks, this is Robert Carey inviting you to join Mary, Rudy, and me each Sunday as we talk to travel newsmakers, share insider tips, and experience the world of travel together on your RM World Travel Connection. 9 to 11 on KHMO and KHMORadio.com. We're KHMO and the KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back down the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Uh, we are brought to you by the amazing people at Cunis Country, Honda Hyundai, and their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty. I've been saying it all show. I'll keep saying it. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. Join the family like I did. Tell uh, those guys that Mark sent you, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Go to CunisQuincy.com. Uh, so some really uh, scary news out of the NFL uh, over just the past couple days. Um Thursday night, uh, head coach for the Washington football team, Ron Rivera, uh, he announced that he has actually been dealing with a lymph node, a cancerous uh, cell in his lymph node. Uh, he said that it's in the early stages and the doctors consider it very treatable and curable. Obviously scary, too, with everything going on with uh, COVID and the weakened immune systems and things like this. Um it is a form of, of skin cancer, according to the Mayo Clinic. That's from ESPN. Uh, Adam Schefter says uh, that uh, the uh, doctors encourage me to keep coaching. And as long as he feels good, don't slow down and don't you know, get off your physical activities. No, it's only going to keep you healthier. Uh, and so Ron Rivera heading into this season, if there wasn't a much uh, for, uh, craziness going on in Washington as there is, um, 
he's now dealing with cancer. So thoughts go to Ron Rivera, to Coach Rivera. Uh, been a fan of his since he was the defensive coordinator for the Bears during their Super Bowl run. A former Bear was on that 85 Bears team. A great coach for the Carolina Panthers. I think one of the underrated NFL coaches that we have right now. I know he doesn't have a Super Bowl win, uh, but a legit great guy and the perfect guy to help right the wrongs that's going on in Washington. Um, so uh, thoughts go out to Coach Rivera this morning and uh, get well, get healthy, kick that stuff's butt, and uh, and uh, hopefully he'll have a many, many years of, of trolling the sidelines in Washington whenever they come, uh, whatever their new team name becomes and whatever uh, their new uh, uh, president, uh, Jason Wright, uh, decides on. Which, if you haven't heard the interviews yet with, the, with Jason Wright, the former NFL running back who's now the um, first black president of an NFL team and he hired by Washington, uh, again, it, it shows me I don't love Dan Snyder. I think Dan Snyder should sell the team. I think he's he's genuinely probably not a good guy from all the stuff you hear in, in, the, in the stories. But he's at least self-aware enough to be making some really good decisions. Hiring Ron Rivera and then hiring Jason Wright were two great decisions. Uh, because not because of anything has to do with the color of their skin or who it is literally just two of the most qualified people you could have for those jobs. And, um, so Washington is headed in the right direction and we wish coach Rivera. Well, that's for sure. Uh, I also want to mention, um, that the draft lottery, the NBA draft lottery, what a win for the Chicago bulls. And listen, you know, the Chicago bulls, all they had to do was fire garden packs, their GM and their president, Hire the new one, Arturis, and then you get rid of the the bad coach and Jim Boylan, and now look at you. You get the fourth pick. Uh, I'm very excited to see what the Bulls do with that fourth pick. I'm really excited to see what the Warriors do. They landed the second pick, and that is going to be a desirable pick because I think that, that means LaMelo Ball is going to be available at two. Um, and, and to see what they do. I, I personally think the Warriors are in a great spot. They could either draft that young center kid out of Memphis – and just have him as a young future talent to build around with Wiggins, with uh, you know, and play their fun small ball with uh, Draymond, Wiggins, Steph, Clay, and that and that kid out of Memphis. Or you trade that pick and you try to get yourself a, a Kevin Love uh, to to go on and play small ball and make a championship run for the next couple of years. You keep this championship window open. Whatever they do, uh, they're in a really great spot right now. They're in a really, really great spot for the Warriors. They'll be back uh, with a vengeance next year, that's for sure. Uh, so a draft lottery was really exciting the other night. Uh, and then finally, uh, goodbye to hockey. Yeah, you're not going to hear me talking much hockey here anymore. <laughs> just being honest with you. Yeah, listen, you're my listeners. I love you guys. I always want to be honest with you. Now that hockey is uh, – the Blackhawks or the Blues are done, uh, Yeah, I mean, I'll watch the Stanley Cup. I like watching Stanley Cup games, and I, you know, I'll, I'll follow, especially if there's nothing else on. But with uh, the intrigue of the baseball, uh, basketball, and the NFL starting right now, I'm sorry, hockey. Uh, if you're looking for good quality hockey content, uh, on the mark is not for you. I'll admit it, and I know my sponsor's not going to like that, but uh, we want everyone to listen. But i, I got to be honest with you. It's not for you. <laughs> uh, and then finally, what to watch for. Obviously, a full slate of NBA action today. Uh, you have um, M- Milwaukee and Orlando on TNT. Milwaukee looks to uh, get back in front of this series. Can Orlando extend it and keep going? It's tied 1-1. You have a series I thought was going to be competitive, and it hasn't been so far, and that's a lot due to the – talk about young, fun players to watch. 
Watch this game today, 2.30 on TNT, Miami Indy. Miami could be a real player in the future of the Eastern Conference, and, and don't count them out for making some real noise and making an Eastern Conference Finals run. Jimmy Butler is a top 15 player in this league. Uh, a great two-way player. His leadership, along with the attitude of the guys that they have, who are um, all buying into it, the young guys like Tyler Hero and Robinson, I mean, sharp shooters from three-point lamb with Bam Adebayo, he athletic at the center position, the, uh, Dragic, the veteran off the bench. That team is uh, fun to watch. I thought this was going to be more competitive. It hasn't been so far. Can Indy make a series out of it? We'll see today. 5 o'clock, Houston and OKC. Uh, again, I thought this was going to be the competitive one. Houston has rolled through without Westbrook. I, if I was Houston, until it's a game seven, keep Westbrook on the bench. Keep get that uh, that uh, quad healthy uh, or the, the the calf healthy. You want him a hundred percent to go because the West looks like it could be a little more open than you thought. And uh, and Houston is playing really well right now. And OKC. Uh, they've been a great story. Uh, they just don't have the shooting to keep up with Houston. And then uh, the game of the night, I'll be up watching it 7.30 tonight on ABC, L.A. and Portland. Again, same with the Milwaukee-Orlando story. Who's going to take control of this series? Can Portland stick around, make it interesting? Or did they get their game, make their statement, and now they dwindle off? Uh, and will LeBron, you know, take game three? AD had game two, kept him alive. Can LeBron take game three? Uh, as far as the NBA, what to watch for, I mean, sorry, in the N, N, well, not MLB today. Uh, keep my eyes on, obviously, Cardinals and Reds, seven fifteen. Smiley versus Kim. Uh, and then Cubs and White Sox. Cubs, uh, can they get back today? They got their ace on the mound, Kyle Hendricks, against Lopez. Uh, can they bounce back? Uh, both those games at seven fifteen tonight. So a lot of good stuff to watch for. And uh, NASCAR. That was so much fun last week on the road course in uh, in uh, Daytona. If you guys watched that, oh, that was so much fun. It was a great, great race to watch. And uh, they are uh, they are uh, today uh, four o'clock uh, Eastern, so uh, three p.m. They're at Dover, and then they're Dover again tomorrow. So it's the final kind of doubleheader at Dover. So a lot of racing going on. I'm definitely going to keep that on the secondary screen as well as I'm flipping back uh, between MLB and other stuff. Uh, that's going to do it for me. This has been episode fifty-one of On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. I'll